0: because quite often when people are panicking, they do what we call spray and pray. So they will just send out CVs or resumes to like 50 people. um, And there is much advantage to slowing down
1: and being strategic. Welcome to the new Tech Lead Podcast. We help you to be more confident leaders by avoiding the traps of inexperience and gain perspectives from leaders in tech unlike theoretical videos i appreciate you here today let us bring more leadership skills to the business let's roll the interview welcome to our today's episode today my guest is dorothy dalton welcome dorothy hi great to be here delighted thanks for inviting me so our today's topic is layoffs in tech and career coaching and to kick it off what is career coaching for you dorothy
0: I think it means a lot of things to different people, but for me, it's about working with someone and holding them accountable to meet their goals and reach their potential, whatever that might be. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're headed for CEO level, or it can be anything that is important to you and resonates in your understanding of what your goals
1: are. Thank you so much for your definition of that topic. Now, looking at career coaching, there are a lot of people out there who say, or promote themselves as experts in coaching and then focus on career. Can you enlighten us a little bit how to differentiate between the good ones and the others?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a topic very dear to my heart. I I think, I mean, we we saw it um, post-pandemic, I think I read a stat, there was something like 50,000 people set themselves up as career coaches on LinkedIn. Um, it, and most of them are not qualified. They um, they have a minimal understanding of what is involved. So as I said before, it's career coaching is when someone works with you to achieve your goals. So it's about career planning, career changes, career support, other career decisions that you might make. And it can be within an existing company and it can also be about job search. So it's it can also be about handling situational issues that are a barrier to um, achieving whatever you want to achieve. So I think to anyone listening, the most important thing to do is to check out the experience of the person who is claiming to be a coach. If they claim to be a coach and they're not certified, I would look at that very closely. And um, I, I I would look at their recommendations and the type of things that the services that they're trying to sell we, we see what I call a lot of influencers that are on TikTok and LinkedIn and Instagram and wherever, and they, they have punchy headlines. They try and sell you um, a very high-priced package, but essentially they don't have anything behind it. So I, I, w-
1: I would be, pay attention. So, so looking at very high-priced packages, what, what does that mean? So please give an example of what that should look like, and maybe they're even more specific examples hey this is a warning signal if this or that is promoted and the second question is related to certifications but we get there later on
0: well i I mean i've I've seen people with very little experience offering five-figure um coaching and you can't see me but i'm doing like inverted commas around coaching um so coaching packages Honestly, there there are people out there who offer really, really good value services and they they don't cost that. So it's really important to do your research. I think there are some very high profile people who um, justifiably charge significant amounts, but there are a lot of people who are not in that league at all. And um, be
1: very careful about what you're willing to pay for. Okay. Now I've done my research and the the price seems fine the value that i'm getting seems fine you spoke about certification so can you lighten and with individuals what that means coaching as a profession because i already heard and skimmed through in my process of becoming a professional coach myself it was really hard for me to what does it mean to be certified by being a coach because there are even institutes which give you a certification after you were there, you're a member for two weeks. So, how to differentiate between these kind of certifications or in any kind of online course I took for four hours? And now I am a professional coach. So, where are the differences here, Dorothy?
0: Um, I, I think that what, once again, it's about research. Check out the body that you are um, going to certified with once again i'm doing effort um and the, the most important thing is they should be accredited to well the international coaching federation is a good body because there you have to do a hundred supervised hours and um you have a coach and it means that you can be you can be held accountable as a coach for your results So it's not like someone with, you know, an iPhone and a TikTok account can, you know, jump on and bust some moves and um, all of a sudden call themselves a a career coach. It really is a process. It takes, it takes a lot of work. It's a skill. It's not something you can learn in two weeks, basically. Um, and I began coaching way before it was a thing. So I was in one of the first cognitive behavior coaching cohorts back in the eighties. So I've been a coach for a really long time. And one of the things about coaching is you never stop learning. So it's never done. So you are always learning. You're always recertifying. You're always learning new techniques and and new ways of doing things. So once again, it's about research and look at the pedigree and the
1: background of the person that is claiming to be a coach. Got it. Thanks for the inclination here. Now the topic or an event layoffs in tech happened at the beginning of the year 2023 and right now we're, we're in mid-April so this is a big event and probably a lot of people struggle to cope with that situation and for them it would be easy to say okay now I reach out to professionals who can help me in my career and use the services but is there a specific time to reach out to a coach or get a coach
0: well, I, I, think, I think one of the uh, advantages, if you like, the popularization of coaching is it's made people start to understand about coaching and, and their career as at a very young age. So I would say that get a coach as early as you can in your career because it's all around. We're, we're all going to be working till we're 70, right? Um, we spend over 2,000 um, hours a year in work. So we spend a lot of time working. So it's really important to be clear about what you want from that process. Otherwise, you're going to be desperately unhappy. So I would say get some clarity on what your your goals, your values and vision are when you're early in your career. And don't worry if it changes because the days of having you know a linear career that's going vertically are gone. So you're going to have more... And what they call a lattice career, which is a bit up and down and sideways and things are changing. And the most important thing is try not to reach out to a coach when you're in a panic. And sadly, that's what a lot of people do. So if you can integrate coaching into just the way you approach your career in your life, do it from an earlier stage as possible. And certainly if you have a good coach, most of the techniques that, I mean, this is the way I work. Everything someone does with me, you can do it yourself. So you are. If you came to me, you would be learning career management skills, which would see you through for quite a long time until there's quite maybe a pivotal sh- shift in the workplace. So start early. Don't wait till you're in crisis mode and integrate it into into your your daily activities. Because they, this is a Mark Twain um, quote. If, if you don't know where you're going, every direction will get you there. So I think if people are in a layoff situation, for those who have been in coaching and are used to preparing and planning, that they will not be as caught off guard as people for whom they were completely blindsided. I, I, I spoke to somebody um, a couple of weeks ago who had their letter of termination at eight o'clock on a Friday night and at eight hundred one, one, they couldn't get onto the server. So they were completely blindsided and um, after 20, 20 years in a tech company. So really,
1: really tough. Being in that crisis mode, your advice is probably not the greatest idea to then work with a coach or reach out to one. Whom do I reach out to in the, that crisis mode?
0: I think. When you're in a crisis and you've lost your job, it's a grieving process, right? Um, and, I, and I think for, for many, many people, um, I'm gonna say particularly for men rather than women, they identify very much with their professional activity. So they tend to be um, hit the hardest. Um, I, that's just from, from personal experience. So I think one of the things that you have to do is to calm yourself, breathe, um, you have to accept the change and let the process you know, make time for yourself in the early days. I mean one of the first things you should do is negotiate a package, a termination package. So try and get some compensation for being terminated, and that should give you a little bit of a buffer um, for any period of unemployment. And I think it depends on the level you're at, how long you can expect to be on the market. Um, for senior people, it can be nine months. For junior people, it can be a matter of days or weeks. So I think accept the change, breathe, be calm, negotiate with your now ex-employer. And then is the time to do some inner reflection. And that could be the time to reach out to a coach to help you with that process. So you need to know your goals, your values, your vision. You need to know your
1: strengths and your development needs. And then you need a plan. So... In my words, I was hearing if you sense there's this crisis going on and crisis means not only losing your job but also part of your identity because work is a huge chunk of time and also a huge chunk of, of a value system. This is the type of job I'm, I'm holding and responsible of. Once that phase clears off and you can take control of that, so do whatever it takes to feel better, feel more calm. And then you get into the mode of realizing this is your ex-employer. Consider a severance package or any kind of opportunities you have there to, to discuss. Is there even professional help you can get there for? Is that a, that a career coach or is it rather talking to a lawyer? Is, is there any experience you can share there?
0: It, it can be both. I mean, very often, and from what I've read, that the tech companies are being quite generous with severance um, and, and notice. I think it, there can be a gap between what we read um, in the media to what is actually happening. But most people that I've spoken to have had about three months. Um, some, some have had more. The longer serving people have had more. Um, so obviously you have to check your statutory rights. Uh find out what they are um, and that would be whatever applies in in your geography um, because it will be will vary from one region to another check that you're getting your statutory rights Um, very often organizations when they're laying people off will provide outplacement we call outplacement services and that can be they will provide you with the coach to assist you in that so um, that's really if you haven't got that in your package ask for it That's really important. Um, and there are quite a lot of big international outplacement groups that operate specifically in these big layoff situations. So if you are assigned to one of these organizations, make sure that you click with your, um, the consultant you're assigned to, and then you start working with them, or if you're not, and you reach out to,
1: um, someone in your network. Okay. So. A lot of people might be in the panic mode and say like, I got laid off, I straightforward have to look into my future, well, what's next, and, and they might neglect what is here. And what is here is still discuss and get together with your ex-employee to discuss the terms of you leaving. And, and I like that approach. And, and I was hearing that um, you put this as a very important stage. And, and I want to underline that for everyone who's listening. Then after this stage of saying goodbye and welcoming, hopefully a kind of package or deal to, to move away from that company, I think that's the perfect time to consider your future and working with a career coach. Yeah, exactly. Once, once I found someone and you have so much experience, maybe you can share, what are then the, the steps of working together? like what now? I'll just describe how I
0: work, okay? Not everyone works the same, so um, this is just how I work. So first of all, I work holistically. I I make sure that people's professional and personal goals are aligned. And one of the things that I've noticed has changed over the years is that people are moving away from this linear idea of career. They want something broader, and particularly for, for younger, um, younger people. And I, I'm also, I'm not just a cognitive behavior coach. I'm also an aki coach. So it looks at the overall sense of purpose and that you can get your sense of purpose, not just from your work, but from the other elements of your life. So we're seeing that a lot with the, the quiet quitting trend that you probably heard about where people are looking for more than just their job. Right? So the first thing I would do is I would have what I call a discovery call with the person to assess their needs, okay, decide what they are. Then I would learn about what is going on for them and what they're looking for. And then um, we would create, um, i make a proposal and a plan. And this plan would include what I call anchoring. So it's the goals, values, and vision, the basics. It's, it's basically like doing a jigsaw. Um, you know, when you're doing a jigsaw, you start with the corners and the sides. You just don't like throw the box up and pick up the middle. So, it's really important to be structured because quite often when people are panicking, they do what we call spray and pray. So, they will just send out CVs or resumes to like 50 people um, and there is much advantage to slowing down and being strategic. So, it's about identifying your target companies, okay? Okay and being strategic about the openings that are there for them. You need to raise your own visibility and because job search is about four things, right? It's about telling a compelling story. So it's making sure that your um, your LinkedIn profile, your Zing profile, doesn't matter your online um, professional profile, is that to date, um, and compelling. You have to make sure it's searchable. So that means that, that recruiters can pick you up and they do online searches. And there's then a combination of of what we call push marketing. So that's all the actions you take yourself. So applying for jobs, going to networking functions, speaking to people. And then the other thing is the pool marketing, which is driving traffic to you. So you need to have all those four components nicely lined up, and then you just start working. And people think that, you know, that if they work with a coach, they'll have, you know, a light will shine, they'll have a eureka moment, and everything in their world will be fine. And I can honestly say that in the three decades I've been doing this, I've seen that happen twice, right? Usually, it's about research, networking, talking to people, and and hard work. And eventually, you will narrow down your options to things that are achievable and realistic.
1: So... The Ryurika moment is very rare, and a coach has the role of a mirror asking the right questions, guiding you through blueprints, which for most people helped, and adjust them according to your individual character, values, mindset, and then adjust and get ready.
0: And it's also about holding people accountable, because what happens is that, I mean, this People start people start off demotivated, and they then they um, gain motivation when they start working with a coach, and then they slump a bit. So the the role of a coach is to keep them motivated, and set goals. So we might jointly agree that okay that you will go to two networking events this month or three networking, whatever it is, and they actually sit on their sofa like watching Netflix and eating chocolates, and so. The ro- And this is where the certification really helps. The role of the coach is to find out what is the barrier to that. Because sometimes it's the sitting on the sofa eating chocolates watching Netflix is the symptom of something else. And a good coach will help that person find out what is going on for them and help them get on, get on with it. And the, a coach that doesn't know what they're doing can really cause a lot of damage at this point. So that's why it's really important. So.
1: The accountability part is really, really essential. Yeah. Because you really push forward that individual and work on the obstacles of of not getting to the to the goal, rather getting into the process.
0: I probably wouldn't use the word push, but it, it, it it's about um more a series of gentle nudges. I mean you don't want to traumatize someone. But I mean the role of a coach is to get that person gently out of their comfort zone in a place where they can grow not where they're going to be traumatized even more and that's what happens quite often when someone who doesn't know what they're doing um can have a a negative
1: impact and thank you for clearing that out because it's it's a really narrow street on pushing pulling or nudging the way towards yeah moving into action and motivating the clients so when everything is set and I'm super prepared, there's this other thing I experience working with clients that the client is coached and so sensitive for what they want that the counterpart is not on the same level. Now in coaching, you talk about values, what you, what you want in your life, really focus on the future whereas in in the corporate dynamics, they have a problem they want to solve. They want to fill that role. Do you sometimes also experience the discrepancy of values that they are not really focusing on values or other very important discussions you discuss with your clients?
0: Um, I'm going to hedge my bets here. Yes and no. So um, the no part is that when you're working with a coach, you should understand what your unique value proposition is. So, you know um, problems you solve, what value you add, and, and the results that you bring to the table. So, you know that, right? Um, you might go to an organization that may see things differently, and you have to make a choice. But the most important thing is it's a, a conscious choice, Right? So, if you go to an organization which is not in line with your values, there's no reason why you can't do that. But it does mean that further down the line, you are probably going to be unhappy. And particularly in term at the times of layoffs and recession, it is okay to take a right now job. It doesn't have to be the right job. Um, It can be a stepping stone. So, people beat themselves up because, you know, they're not going for the right job. Um, But sometimes, you know, you've got to feed your family or you've got to pay your bills and that's okay. But I think the most important thing that if you've been through a proper coaching process, you will know that you're making a compromise and you will know that eventually that is going to come and bite you in the bum. eventually. And I, I could tell you loads of stories where that has happened, where people have made that decision and a
1: year later they come to me and said Dorothy yeah you know I've I've got to get that would you be open to elaborate one more story because I would love to hear
0: yes I'm worked with um, a woman who is very senior woman and she was the sole breadwinner for her family the revenue generator four kids her husband was um, retired and um she was working in an organization which was very misogynistic. She worked, worked in tech, um, very, very misogynistic, um, really not aligned with her values, and she got tired of constantly being um, made to feel less than. Uh, so she, we worked together, she applied for jobs, and um, in one role that she she was made an offer that she couldn't refuse. I mean, it was very significant amount of money. And we talked about it, and I said, look, that is a huge amount of money, but it sounds as when you were going through the interview process that you were going from the frying pan into the fire, it it wasn't different. And so she said, okay, uh, you know, but the money's great, I'm gonna go for the money. And um, she took the job for for the money, and actually she did come back in six months. Um, I said, okay, well, let's work together and wait for the right job to come up. And that's what happened. And
1: eventually she left to find the right job. Well, thank you for sharing. Because I feel this gives a lot of people a perspective on how your clients look like, how end results might look like, and to actually approach the topic. Does coaching might work for me? And that is not about this moment in time, for example, layoffs, where I need to act, that it actually makes sense before that.
0: Yeah, I've, and the other really important thing, um, which most people don't know, and I, I call it con work, so carry on networking, so keep on networking all the time, um, because most people, particularly when they've been in the company for a long time, they get very comfortable. And um, in tech, some of the salaries are very generous. Um, and people feel very settled, and they don't think that something like this will happen to them. So, never take your foot off the off the gas. Always keep networking. Be prepared, and it just means that if something negative happens, that that it's not quite the, as disruptive
1: as as it is for others. I would love to stress that point because along my career, I met a lot of people and. We have a yearly restructuring in tech and seeing, shuffling around investments in matter, not anymore. Now, the next big thing is large language models, ChatGPT, and I meet people who say, oh, I worked in the same role for the last 20 years. I don't even have a CV anymore. I don't know what to do. And now with these large language models, my experience, my knowledge, is in a different field and different space, and they have a limited belief and limited thought What the market has in place for them,
0: uh, and I think there's um, a workplace futurist called Heather Townsend, and sh- and she writes a lot about this. And she says um, the future, basically your future pension. So what happens to you in later life, and it you know it does come to everyone eventually. Is, is continuous learning. So just because you're settled, just because you love your job, um, just carry on adding to your skill set. because hard skills have a, have a lifespan, I think of two and a half years, three years, something like that. Um, whereas soft skills forever.
1: So you know keep updating your hard skills. Really. Thank you so much, Dorothy. How would you like to end our episode today?
0: Well first of all for thanking you for having me but as a message to anyone who is impacted layoffs I think that it might seem like the end of the world um but it probably isn't it might be in the, in the for a short a few weeks might be really deeply unpleasant but step back take care of yourself nurture your relationships I think people forget that when they're in crisis mode um, you know, don't neglect your family, your partners, nurture your relationship, look after yourself. And it's like that old, um, you know, the cabin crew message that on airplanes, that the cabin crew always tell people to put their own masks on first before they look after other people. So make sure that you take care of yourself. Thank you for joining today, Dorothy. You're very welcome. Thank you for having
1: me. Thank you for listening to the new Tag League podcast. This interview was presented to you by Marvin and the New Tech Lead production team. Special thanks to our guest and interview partner. Follow us for more podcasts, check us out on LinkedIn, or visit our website, newtechlead.com. Happy learning and leading. Cheers.